the children of the Force. Welcome to episode 25 of Children of the Force, a podcast about Star Wars by one adult and his two kids. I'm Alan Watsky, the adult. I'm Anna, and I'm nine. I'm Liam, and I'm seven. Yay! <laughs> You're seven. We've been waiting for that the last couple weeks. You've told us, I'm going to be seven this day. I'm going to be seven this day. Well, it was your birthday. Now you're seven. And uh, we just finished and watching. Six, and I'm six. I What's almost that? Said I'm six. You almost said you were six. Yeah. yeah. Well, we just finished watching Rebels, a princess on Lothal, which is, uh, well, we're recording this on Monday, so it's the most recent episode. By the time this comes out, uh, the next episode might be out. Uh, usually takes me a day or two to get these out. But anyway, we're going to give our thoughts about that episode in our review segment later on in the show. But first, let's talk about what sort of Star Warsy stuff we've been up to. Uh, yesterday I saw, without you guys, I, I, without you kids, I saw The Force Awakens in the big IMAX... Um, <laughs> hey, Daddy! Oh, hey, Daddy, look at me! I'm looking at you, Liam. Oh, wow. That's pretty aggressive. <laughs> let's, uh, if you're wondering, you just went in Daddy's face and stuck his tongue out. Yeah, let's just, uh, just, just tone it down a little bit, you guys. Just, uh, hey, uh, uh, hey, I get, to, I get to go once without you. Just fine. come on. Then we get to go to that get, uh, in a little bit. Get I, to go once? Oh. Get? Yes, get. Okay, listen, hear get? me out. Yes, get. I get to. Listen, 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 listen. Okay. Now, as a parent, I, I care a lot about you guys. I know. I every love you. Does. I love you so much. Oh, <laughs> 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 we'll just say every parent. Okay. So, so like when you're sitting next to me and we're watching a movie, I can't just focus on the movie. I'm thinking about, I'm thinking about you guys. I'm thinking like, oh, I wonder if Anna's going to ask for another uh, junior mint. Or uh, oh, I told Liam that he could uh, he could have some junior mints at the Rathtar part. So uh, here's the Rathtars. Okay, I better give him some junior mints, right? And then at the end of the movie, I'm wondering whether or not you guys are gonna cry again, and I'm consoling you. And this is all good stuff. I love being a dad. I love you know helping out my kids and and being yeah, there I'll for you. Death. It's good stuff. It's good stuff. No, no, I mean, it's yeah. me being a good parent, and I like being a good parent. But <laughs> I wanted to watch the movie just one time without thinking about, you know, other people. I just wanted to sit there and just watch it and only think about what I'm watching and not think about anything else, okay? And I couldn't do that with you guys sitting next to me. I'm not, I'm not complaining about it. I'm not saying that's a bad thing. But I just wanted to do it one time by myself. Okay? Mm hmm Okay. So I saw it, and I also wanted to see it at, on the really, really big IMAX screen at the Minnesota Zoo, which I did. And honestly, I mean, it's a huge screen. It was pretty awesome, but it's not that different, really, from seeing it in, in just regular IMAX. So, um, you know, it's not like you missed out on that much. Uh, but I did notice some new was things. It was in 3D. It was in 3D also. Oh. Yeah, yeah. And the 3D was just as awesome. You know, as as it was when we saw it in 3D at the the small IMAX, which is still huge, right? Mm -hmm. <laughs> I say the small IMAX, but that screen's still huge. So, 
But uh, but I noticed a few more things. I'm not sure if it's because. Uh, well, I think one thing I probably noticed because it was a bigger screen was, and it's kind of a small detail, but I really loved it. When Ray first meets BB-8, you can see Ray's reflection in BB-8's eye. I just really love that. Like, she's crouching down, she's talking to him. You can actually see when they're showing you BB-8, you can see her reflected back in his eye, which is really cool. Hmm. I had this thought when I was watching the movie, and first we need to understand something else, I think, before I can get into this thought. So we see Kylo Ren, he's talking, and then he stops. And then we kind of are close up on his, on his mask, and he says, Han Solo. Right? He can sense that Han Solo is on Starkiller base. Han Solo is probably miles away, right? But Kylo Ren can sense Han Solo is here, okay? All right, so and now that we have that... sense that Chewbacca's Sure, maybe. But now that we have maybe, that... Maybe fix. Now that we have that information, let's talk about a scene that happens later. So later, Han and Chewie are planting the explosives all around the, the oscillator, right? And Kylo Ren walks right by Han, pretty much. He's really close. He's like probably 10 feet, 20 feet away from him. He should be able to sense exactly where Han is. If he could sense he was on the planet from miles away... You know, he should know, he should know, you know, where he is. And I, I think he does. I, I think it's almost obvious, right? Like we have to assume almost that Kylo Ren senses that Han Solo is right there. What do you guys think? Do you think he knows where Han is? Mm-hmm. Okay. Now, if we can agree on that, then the question is, why does he walk out onto that bridge? Because he wants Han Solo to get into his anger and then just um, come out at him. And You think he wants Han to follow him and get angry? Yeah. Okay, okay. Um, I don't know. I, I don't know, maybe. My, here's my thought. Here's, here's what I'm getting at, I guess, what I think. So, for, for my fourth viewing of this movie, I saw Kylo Ren walking out on that bridge as him running away from the confrontation between Han Solo, between him and his dad. I saw Kylo Ren thinking to himself, okay, my dad's right behind me. I know I should confront him and kill him like Snoke said, but I'm going to walk away instead. I'm going to walk away so I don't have to make this decision. Do, 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 I'm walking away. I can't sense you back there. I don't know he's there. He's like trying to convince himself, right? I don't know he's there. I'm just walking over this way. Please don't come after me dad because i don't want to make this decision you know he's walking away from it he doesn't want to do it he doesn't want to confront his dad and then all of a sudden bam right and then kylo ren's like oh you just had to say it you just had to say it old man now he can't run away anymore han made that decision for him that confrontation's going to happen now And Han made that decision because Leia said, bring our son home if you see him. Okay, so I really do feel like Kylo Ren did not want this to happen. But when faced with the decision, he made the one he thought he was supposed to make. Mm -hmm. And then I think, I think he realized right after he made that decision, this maybe wasn't the best decision. I mean, there was a, there is a look. Technically not your fault. If Han didn't jump out there, then you would have killed him. Oh, wow. You think it's not Kylo's fault, huh? Not really. Oh, oh my gosh. Oh, wow. That's... Kylo, he could have just, like, like, said, hi, father. (laughs) 
and just gave him a big hug and said, I'll go home with you. I'll come back to the light. He could have done that. You know he could have. But he made the decision to kill him. Mm, he did, of course, Liam. That is Kylo Ren's decision. Now, we don't know what what happened with him to make him the way he was. We don't know that, right? Um, but it's, you know, it's still his decision to make. He did make that decision. Unless he's being, like, mind-controlled, right? So, I don't know. I mean, we're going to find out more about this, I think, in the next movies. But Alright, so now we've, we've talked about Kylo Ren leaving his mask on Starkiller Base, right? And whether or not he'll have a different one, or just the same version of that mask, maybe. Like a different mask that's the looks the same. I think he's gonna tell one of his knights of Ren uh -huh. to give him oh. their mask. Yeah, you think so? And it it would be made out of the same thing, oh. kind of the same design, but yeah. it wouldn't be exactly the same. And it does say that he fashioned his mask to look like the knights of Ren's masks, right? It says that in the visual guide. That his mask is kind of based on the Knights of Ren. Oh. So, so yeah, they might have one already that kind of looks similar. Um, although in that image that we that we saw in the trailer and that we saw in the movie that we were able to kind of look at really closely, it does look like those masks are all somewhat different, right? They didn't look all the same. The boat guy. The boat guy? Oh, the guy with the big paddleboard? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you think maybe he'll give... And maybe uh, some people think that maybe Ray damaged... Kylo Ren or, uh, or, or actually destroyed his lightsaber and actually watching it this time and watching really closely, it does seem like maybe she did hit it with, with the lightsaber she was using with her lightsaber. She did. It, maybe she did. Right. So then maybe, maybe, maybe well, Kylo, maybe Kylo will start using the paddleboard then. No, <laughs> he'll just have the paddleboard in episode eight. And I'll just feed people yep. with the paddleboard. Yep. And guess what Ray's going to do? What's he going to do? Cut it in half and <laughs> kill him. Yeah? Being part of the resistance? That's a paddling. <sighs> Trying to get me to go to the light side? That's a paddling. <laughs> paddling a canoe on... Lake... Takadana. No, on Lake Jakku. Oh, paddling a canoe on Jakku? That's a paddling. No, you <laughs> can't paddle a lake on Jakku. There's no. There's oh, no maybe water there's on like on the South Pole. There might be like a lake or something. There's no <laughs> South Pole. <laughs> anyway, Anna, you have a question. Um, it's not a question. It's oh, okay. just something I want to say. Yeah. Um, I think that Kylo Ren will just go without a mask. Well, and I, the more I think about it, the more I think he will also. I think he wore a mask to cover up the face of Han Solo's son. I think that he realized, though, that as long as Han was alive, that he would be his son, right? So he killed Han. But he still looked the same, right? Mm -hmm. So wouldn't he still want to cover up that face? Ah, but he doesn't look the same because Ray slashed across his face. He's going to have this big scar on his face now. Big nasty scar. His face is no longer the face of my son, as Han said, right? Mm -hmm. He has a new face. And it, it kind of matches Anakin's face a little better, doesn't it? Mm-hmm. Darth Vader's face. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So, I, th I I don't know. I think he might not have a mask. Yeah, same with me. Yeah, and he's going to shave his head. To... I think it'd be kind of cool if he shaved his head. I'm not sure if he can keep up that hair for the next two movies. That's a lot of hair. 
<laughs> no, I, I like. He, he actually grew that hair out so he wasn't so cold on Starkiller Base. Oh. He usually has a shaved head. No, I'm just joking. I have oh. no idea. <laughs> that would be funny, though. Well, he does want to cover up his face now because he has a big, nasty scar on his face. Oh, but I think he's going to well, wear it with pride. I predict that Kylo Ren will thank Rey at some point for giving him that scar. I mean, it might be like during a fight, but he might say like, thank you for the scar. You needed a teacher. I needed a scar. <laughs> you needed a teacher. I needed a scar. Well, I don't, I actually don't, I actually don't think, um, I don't think Luke's going to teach Ray. No, I don't think you will either. You oh wait, you, oh, wait, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, stop that. Wait, what did you say? I don't think Luke is gonna teach Ray. You don't think Luke is going to teach Ray? I do. I don't know. It just it just doesn't seem like it because just he's just standing there looking at Ray when she's oh poor Ray. Her arm's probably getting sore. Come on, don't be weak to you're just gonna, Ray. You're going to leave her hanging? You're just going to leave her holding that lightsaber? You're not going to be like, oh, here, let me take that. You're just going to let her stand there. How rude. As Jar Jar would say. That's what's happening. Jar Jar's going to pop up behind Luke at the beginning of episode 8. How rude! And look at Luke and be like, how rude! <laughs> She's a holding your lightsaber, you know, taking it? He's <laughs> a bubka wazy about. I don't know. Uh, Something. <laughs> I can. I don't even understand what you just said. I don't either. <laughs> That's the wonderful thing about Jar Jar. Misa crazy about? <laughs> I don't know. Um, my arm is getting tired. Are you still holding the lightsaber around, Anna? Yeah. Oh, here, let me take that. I got it. Okay, thank you. Thanks. Yeah, I'll put it in my holster. Do you think Luke has a lightsaber on that island? No. No. Mm, well, he still has the the lightsaber from Return I think of the he Jedi. Threw it. You think he threw it? Yep. He, I mean, he, he took it. He took it back though. Oh, you mean like he just threw it away? Yeah. Yeah, I mean he probably Into constructed a new one. Into the water. Yeah, he threw his. Oh, oh, sure. He gets to the island. and He's like, oh, I'm not going to need this, this anymore, and he throws it in the water. Yeah. He could always just force it up if he really needed it. Yeah. Yeah. A right. <laughs> <laughs> uh, couple things I noticed too, and I've I've he I heard about this one. And I actually saw an image, but I never noticed it when I was watching the movie the first three times. At the end, when Chewie and Ray and R2 are leaving on the Falcon, and everyone's kind of seeing them off, when uh, 3PO's waving, 3PO doesn't have the red arm anymore. Did either of you guys notice that? Nope. It's just 3PO with two golden arms. So he says earlier in the movie, I must get this red arm replaced. Must I must get my original arm back, right? Well, he does, apparently. <laughs> uh... I really also really I loved Chewie's look when he looked at Ray as they're descending toward the island where Luke is, and Ray has this look on her face like, "I've seen this before," you know. And Chewie kind of looks at her and like, he kind of has this like, "What's the big deal? This is just an island. Why are you looking like that?" <laughs> he has this real inquisitive look, and it's just amazing how how and I that's got to be Peter Mayhew behind the mask at that point. There were two different actors who played Chewie in this movie. Really, but. Um, Peter Mayhew was, you know, chewy for all the other movies. Um, just the what he could do with the movement of his head and the look in his eye, it's amazing. I like how when Ray and Leia are hugging, mm -hmm. when Ray and Chewy and R2 are... Wait, no, BB-8. 
Wait, no, it was R2, wasn't it? Yeah, it was R2. Yeah, it was R2. <laughs> um, when they were going to the island, like, mm-hmm. like how when Leia and Ray were hugging, it played Han and Leia's theme. Mm. Yeah. Um, I think they hugged. They hugged when she got back to the base from Starkiller Base, but they didn't hug before they left. Oh. But yeah, they did. You're right, though. They played on and Leia's theme. That's right. You like that? Yeah. That was cool. And since this is the fourth time I saw the movie, I was sure that this time Luke would say something at the end, but he still didn't say anything. What do you mean? <laughs> I was like, this time I was looking at Luke, I'm like, okay, he's going to talk this time. He's got to. And actually, like, I was, I had that feeling, though, that feeling of, like, what's he going to say? What's he going to say? Even though I knew he wasn't going to say anything, I had this feeling. And I think what it is, it's an anticipation for episode eight. I really hope that they kind of start right there and we can see that. I don't think they will, but it'd be awesome to see the next second, right? The next 10 seconds, you know? What does he say? What happens? I don't know what's going to happen. Speaking of Luke, I think when I, when I saw him and he's, he's looking at Ray and his eyes look sad, it actually looks to me like he's been crying. His eyes look, really? yeah, like the, like the, you know how the bottom, the bottom lid of your eye kind of gets red uh-huh. and, and even if you're not crying anymore, you can kind of tell that someone has been crying yeah, for a little I, while. I can see uh, and it would make sense that he's been crying maybe. I mean, he, he you got to think, he probably knows what's been happening. Yeah. I mean, knows. if Leia can sense that Han died, then Luke probably can too. Well, the only thing is, yeah. Leia's closer than Luke. That's true. Oh, you mean like in proximity, like she's physically closer to Han? Yeah. Yeah, I know, but she doesn't mm. have as much of the force as Luke does, so Luke uh, probably can. I don't know if that's true or not, Anna. Hmm. No, she I mean, might. Like, she might have you like, know the ability to use the force in different ways. Mean, like he's closer. Like, like, like the microphone is closer to me than the computer is. Yes, that's proximity. Okay. Yeah. Okay. But she also maybe emotionally she's closer to Han, right? Because they were, you know, married yeah. and together for a long time, and you know Han's Luke's friend, but he was never Luke's, you know, partner in marriage, right? You know, that's a pretty deep bond that they have. Mm-hmm. I guess. It's just so sad. <clears throat> it is. It is sad. All right. Well, hey, we, we did mention this already, but Liam, you had a birthday. And uh, we're talking about Star Wars-y things. And uh, we're going to talk about... Uh, what do you got for his birthday? What do you got? And actually, one, first off, I want to say you got some really cool homemade cards for your birthday. Like, all of your classmates drew you something for your birthday. This is what you do in your class when it's someone's birthday. They draw like a paper, like a piece of paper. It's like a note or a card for you. And almost all of them drew something Star Wars. And it was so fun to see these different kids. And it's a Montessori school. So you're in first grade, but you're in the classroom with first, second, and third graders. So there's different levels of ability in drawing and different levels of knowledge about Star Wars. And what one of your friends... Um, he's like the best drawer and he's... He- He's super good at drawing. He's really good at drawing stuff, and he drew. And he's in second grade. Yeah, yeah. So that was really cool. And then you got some some homemade cards for for your birthday party, which we just had at our house here a couple days ago, and those were really fun to see. And they were almost all Star Wars. Um, and uh, you got Star Wars stuff. I got a micro machine. Well, there was this R two D two thing that you yeah. could open up, and it's Star Killer Base. 
And it oh. came with Chewbacca and um, one of the speeders, um, like the speeders that can fit the two stormtroopers yep. in it. And one stormtrooper um, stands up and there's a big gun that mm -hmm. they shoot. Yep, yep. The snow speeder that was in The Force Awakens, but we never actually saw anyone drive it. Uh, what? It was? But it was in there. Yeah, it's it's definitely in there. When? It's, um, so you know when, uh, when Finn and Rey come into this place and Rey does this thing on Starkiller Base that opens up all the doors, and then Han says something like, you gotta give it to her, she knows what she's doing. Yeah, she just... Okay, she right when they walk into that room before she does that, they you can see outside of the door the the snow speeder. That's how they got to that place. So in in the movie in the script there was a chase, like a like an action scene, that they cut out of the movie. Okay, so I wish they left it in. You know when we get the Blu-ray, which I just pre-ordered today. So what? <laughs> yeah, that means uh, when it comes out, it'll just yeah, be mailed. It'll be mailed right to us. Yeah, I got a deal on it for pre-ordering it from Target. So. Uh, so they'll they'll just mail it right to us. Um, but anyway, I think that on the Blu-ray, hopefully they'll have a lot of those deleted scenes, so we can see what it would have looked like and all that stuff. So. Does it come with the case? <laughs> Are you singing Masquerade on Takadana? Yeah. It's a catchy song. Yeah, it is. Uh, small eyes. <laughs> is it gonna come with the the um uh, the case? It'll have, yeah, it'll be a Blu-ray um, in, a, in a case, like a DVD case. Yeah, but yeah. since we're just just going to get that, mm -hmm. and then we're going to get 8 when it comes out, then mm -hmm. we're going to get 9 when it comes out. Yeah. Why wouldn't we just, um, well, I guess we want to see it, but we could just order it from the library when it gets to the library. Uh, oh, are you asking why we're buying the Blu-ray? Well, at the end of, <laughs> oh my gosh! No, the, it's okay. It's okay. And, it's a valid question. At the question. end of the um, um, mm, trilogy, yes. there's gonna be a big pack. There, what are, are that's we gonna right. just give the those ones back in? That's that's a good point. There will be like a big box set, right? Yeah. Where all three of them are in one box, like yeah. like that's how we have episode one, two, three, and then four, yeah. five, six. I don't. Will we have to buy that? Why Why would we have to buy that? The box oh, set. No. Hmm. I, we wouldn't have to. Uh, and we probably won't. Maybe that one we could get from the library if it has like extra deleted scenes or extra features, right? Then that one we could maybe because I I want to have it at home so we could watch it, you know. And I want to be able to watch it whenever I want to and stuff like that. Anyway, my birthday was right after your birthday, Liam. So uh, your mom gave me X Wing. The game, X-Wing, for my birthday. Oh, and for my birthday party, guess what I got? What did you get at your birthday party, Leah? Well, um, my friend gave me, um, I thought it was a micro machine uh -huh. at first, yep. but then Daddy was like, that's too big to be a micro machine, and I was like, then what is it? And then Daddy was like, that's one of the things for X-Wing. Yeah. Actually? A and we just got it. Yes, we did. Uh, so such a coincidence. We already have an expansion for our X-Wing game. Before we even played it. Yeah, and, it was like uh, right after you got it. So, uh, so on, on Saturday night for my birthday, we went to the Fantasy Flight Game Center, and I actually got to play my X-Wing game with a couple different people who are really good at playing games like that, so they kind of helped me out. Um, and it was really awesome. It's like a nice little birthday did party you, thing. Did at, you at win? The, How many did you win? 
Oh, I won the first one, lost the second one. Um, I think, if I remember correctly. Speaking of Fantasy Fight Game Center, if any of you are wondering about it, Fantasy Fight Games makes a ton of Star Wars games in addition to many, many more games. Uh, we have an interview with the manager of the Game Center, Kyle Decker, on episode number 15. So if you haven't listened to that, go back and listen to episode 15. Uh, it's a great interview, and he kind of gives a rundown of all these different games that Fantasy Flight makes all the different Star Wars games. So if you want to get into any kind of Star Wars gaming, listen to that episode, and uh, it gives a really good overview. And that's kind of when I decided I really wanted X-Wing, and I finally got it for my birthday! And I can't wait to play it with you guys. It's so fun. So fun. Uh, Liam, you also bought, with the help of me and Anna, uh, we kind of helped you out for your Disney birthday. Infinity. Disney Infinity! for our PlayStation 4. I chipped to Daddy chipped in 15... And Liam did 25, 25. 25. And guess what? Guess what, what I got from my grandma and grandpa after that for my birthday. What'd you get? $25 back. $25 back. I just got $25 <laughs> and now I have the same yeah. amount of money as I, ha as I had before I paid for that. Yeah. Isn't it amazing how many Star Wars-y things we end up doing in one week? I mean, we've been. <laughs> this is a long Star Warsy section, right? Yeah. You know, it's awesome. Can I tell you something? Tell me something, Liam. Guess what you gave me for my birthday? What'd I give you for your birthday? Wow, another Star Warsy thing. Ray survival guide, and there was this packet that said, um, like one special training card inside, mm -hmm. and it was a big training card, yeah, yeah. and on the front it had a gold TIE fighter, and it said snow trooper on it, and yep. showed a tr uh, picture of a snow trooper. It yeah, it's awesome. a, a medallion card, which you get when you buy a box of 20 trading card packs, and I bought that box of 20 because... We went over to our friends, uh, Ella, Greta, and Nils. Do you remember uh, the podcast episode that they were on? I'm actually talking to the listener right now. Of course, you guys remember. Uh, so they were on an episode with me when you guys were at school. <laughs> um, uh -oh. Yeah, and uh, we went over to their house and kind of had a late New Year's party. And uh, just, yeah. like, just like Stay I did. Stay up until 1130. Yeah, just like I did with all of your cousins over Christmas. Uh, I gave all of the kids there uh, a pack of Star Wars trading cards also. So the gold medallion card came in this box of ten cards that I bought, which is pretty cool. Uh, yeah, so, wow. Star Wars-y stuff all over the place. Let's head on over to the news. So Episode Eight was supposed to come out on May 17th, 2017. So that's not this May, but the next May, right? Uh, but StarWars.com announced that the release date has been pushed back to December 15th, 2017. So instead of next May, not this May, but next May, it'll be next December. So Rogue One will be this December, and then next December will be Episode 8. Is that closer? Why is it always December? No, that's farther. It's further, yeah. They moved it out, yeah, seven months. Now, there was no official reason given for this, but I assume it has to do, like, with creative reasons. Maybe they realized that it would take longer to shoot the movie, or maybe the script needed to be rewritten or something like that. But, um, but you know, there's reasons, I'm sure. Good reasons. What do you guys think about this? Yeah, I'm... 
I'm sad, except I know that they're probably doing it for a good reason. Yeah. How about you, Liam? I'm sad, but I... Well, I'm the same as Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I'm not too bummed out about this. Of course, I'd rather it just be sooner, but... I'm kind of happy, almost, for a couple of reasons. I, I think the movie will be better the more time they have to work on it. Do you remember, maybe you don't remember, but The Force Awakens was originally supposed to come out in May of la- of 2015. Yeah. Is it always May? So they, and then they change it to December. Well, Star Wars has traditionally come out in May. So why the se- they changed it to December for The Force Awakens because they realized they didn't have enough time. Right? They said, mm-hmm. we need more time. And now that's happening again for eight. And, like, if The Force Awakens is any indication, I'm very glad <laughs> that they're taking more time because I really like how The Force Awakens turned out. When do you think the name will be going? Oh, I don't know. That could be any time now, really. Yeah, because I, I really want to know the name. The name, yeah. Any guesses? Nope. No. Nope. How about Luke's return? <laughs> Luke's no. return. How about Luke never grabs the lightsaber? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and then the whole movie would just be right holding yeah. up the lightsaber. Yeah. <laughs> well, Lawrence. that would be like the most boring movie ever. But Lawrence. we would have to take clips yeah. and clips because Ray, because Daisy really couldn't hold it up. For It'll that just long. be the helicopter shot where they're where they're going around, like at the very end. It'll just be that going around them. The whole time, yeah. Lawrence Kasdan did say that uh, that Ryan Johnson is going to be doing something weird with Episode Eight. So maybe Who's that's uh, Ryan lo- Johnson. He's the director of Episode Eight, and oh. he's writing it also. Oh, he's the writer and director of the movie. Okay, mm-hmm. then yeah. um, got it. New name that you'll know very well. Ryan Johnson. There you go. What? <laughs> Not J.J. Abrams Not or J. George Lucas. <laughs> right. Right. Ryan Johnson. Ryan Johnson. There you go. So I said that I'm happy because it'll be better, but I'm also kind of happy because I like, I like waiting for movies. I like the journey. I like the anticipation. Are you holding in a sneeze or some horrible comment, Anna? What's wrong? You're holding in some horrible comment? What's the comment? Oh my goodness. That I like waiting for movies? Yes! But it's fun. Hey, let's think about all the things we talked about in our podcast leading up to The Force Awakens. That was fun. It's fun to talk about what's coming. I know, but I like it sooner. <laughs> yeah, I know. Yeah, I know. When, when it's getting sooner, I wish that it was farther away. Yeah. But then when it's far away, I'm like, I wish it comes sooner. Yeah, no, I hear you. I hear you. So this news is a few weeks old, but uh, it's not something that we've talked about on the show yet. Uh, Charles Soule, who wrote the Lando comic, which we will read eventually here, Liam. I've heard it's the best Star Wars comic that's come out, and I have no doubt that it is. And I can't wait to read it, but we don't have it yet. I almost forgot. And uh, I know you did. But now I, I'm mad at you for I almost bought the trade paperback for you for your birthday. If you want to buy it for $17 with your birthday money, you are more than welcome to. Otherwise, we'll just wait until it comes to the library. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so he's the writer, Phil Noto, who uh, did the art for the Chewbacca comic, and also all of those uh, pictures in in the uh, Journey to the Force Awakens books, the, the Han, Luke, and Leia book, and then also the Before the Awakening that we just got from the library. The art in those books is done by Phil Noto also. Uh, 
I love that artist. They're doing an ongoing Poe Dameron comic book. There was a USA Today story about it, and I'll link to that story in our show notes on childrenoftheforce.com, and uh, I'm just going to read one quote from the story. The series will dig into Poe's status as the top X-Wing fighter jockey for General Leia Organa and leader of a squadron with an important mission. But the evil First Order also has a goal of finding Luke. And a new villain from the organization is introduced as Poe's chief nemesis. So, a new villain from the First Order. We get to see Poe's mission kind of as it leads up to him, I, I assume, like, finding out about Lor Santeca on Jakku, right? Um, he's looking for Luke, or he's looking for a way to find Luke, right? Uh, but but the First Order is too. Who do you think this new villain could be, Liam? I mean, it's obviously not someone we know yet. Someone new in the First Order. What do you think? I don't know. I don't know. Darth Maul! Darth Maul. <laughs> uh, well, he's in everything. Could this new villain be the First Order equivalent of Poe? Could it huh? be like, like the First Order's ace pilot who can't seem to defeat Poe in battle, you know? Or maybe he or she is an aged Inquisitor left over from the Empire. Or maybe one of the Knights of Ren. Mm. I love that we're going to get monthly glimpses, because I'm assuming it'll come out every month, and it's just going to be coming out. It's not going to stop. Well, it'll stop eventually, but for now, they're just saying it's going to keep going, right? But it's going to give us more information about the state of the galaxy in the sequel trilogy, right? Like... More kind of info about what's happened in these 30 years and what's going on with Coruscant, you know? What's happening on that planet? Are we going to find out? Probably not, Coruscant. Who knows? Who knows? Probably not, though. That's all I'm saying. Probably not. <laughs> well, I think there might be some on um, Endor. Maybe. Remember in the um, Sherebacon? The, um, mm-hmm. In Shattered the, Empire? Shattered Empire. Yep. At the end, they um, make a house with the force tree in their backyard um, on Endor. Not on Endor. On Yavin. Four. Yavin four. Thank you, Anna. Yeah. Oh. Yeah, on so Yavin. Yeah. It might do some things on Yavin. Maybe we'll see Sherebay and guess Dameron. That would be That'd be kind of awesome. cool. He, oh, like, stops home to see his mom and dad before he goes on his mission. <laughs> That'd be kind of cool. And they see the burnt-down rebel base. That was on the Oven 4. Oh, did the Rebel base get burned down on the Oven 4? I thought. Well, they did have to evacuate it um, after the first Death Star blew up. Uh, I don't know if the Empire ever destroyed it or not. I thought they would have, so if they yeah. did, yeah. then maybe Poe like, found something in the ruins. <laughs> maybe. That would be cool. That would be cool. Maybe... Maybe we'll see the forest tree all grown up. So something that wasn't even announced as far as I can tell, but it's coming soon, is a junior reader Star Wars series called Adventures in Wild Space. Uh, it takes place during the Galactic Civil War, so the original trilogy. Uh, it's about a brother and sister whose parents are explorers in wild space. And they're kidnapped. The parents are kidnapped by the Galactic Empire. So these kids go on a mission to save their parents. And it's going to be a series of books of these kids tracking the Empire, looking for their parents. 
The first one's called The Escape. It comes out February 25th, followed by The Snare in March and The Nest at some other date. So what do you guys think about that? That's pretty, and these are like junior reader, I think it may be like boxcar children level reading. I'm not sure. Wow, then then I'll, then I'll like it if it's boxcar, but if it's just like, like plain old one level reading, I'll be like, oh, this is boring. Oh, sure. If it, it's going to have to have some complexity. I, I think to tell a good story, it's going to have to be a little, a little bit complex. Uh, now, Liam... You're, these seem like they're kind of right up your alley because you're becoming a stronger reader every day. Pretty soon you'll be reading chapter books like these. Does this sound like it, it's interesting to you? Not too much. No, a book about a brother and sister in Star Wars searching for their kidnapped parents? I guess, kind of. Yeah, how about, so Anna, you said you would be interested in it. Yes, I um, would. Yeah, so that's, I don't know, I'm looking forward to reading them. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but I hope, I hope they're well done. It, it seems kind of weird. Uh, I, the, the newest Star Wars insider that we just got today has the, the image of the first two covers. And I forgot to bring that up here. I was going to bring that up. But oh, well. Um, but they're kind of cartoony covers, which makes me think like the reading level is going to be, you know, right around, uh, you know, what's, what's the other one that you read a ton of books? Um, Magic Treehouse. Oh yeah. Right. Those are pretty complex. Yeah, they're but not they're, super they're complex, but yeah, yeah, they're, they're pretty, like they're... a little too easy for me. Well, well, now they are, yeah, yeah. But and you're like about a year halfway. Ago, they used to be perfect. For Anna, me. you're about halfway through the Force Awakens novelization. No, I'm not halfway. Not I'm, quite half. I'm where the Rathtars are loose, oh. and Ray just helped Finn escape oh. from the Rathtar. So almost half. So, yeah, right. almost half. But. Cool, and we had to return that to the library, yeah. but we'll we'll get it again soon. And I have it on the Nook. But you don't like to read ebooks. Nope. So that's a bummer because we have it, but you'll only read the physical book. So my nine-year-old daughter, the Luddite. What's the Luddite? <laughs> Someone who's like doesn't like to use technology. Oh, I like to use technology. <laughs> I know you do. I'm just joking. Okay, are, are you ready? Do you, either of you guys have any news that you've heard no. that you want to talk about? I, I need are we to ready say to... something oh. about Kylo Ren. Oh, go ahead. Well. You know how Kylo Ren says, I'll finish what you started, and he wants to respect Darth Vader so much? Yeah. Well, Darth Vader turned, and he didn't, and he killed the Emperor, so uh -huh. he didn't want to, that kind of means he didn't want to be with the Sith anymore, mm -hmm. and it, and now Kylo Ren's on the dark side. That's that's true. So if, if you're saying if Kylo Ren really wanted to be like Darth Vader, then... He should be in the light side. On the light side, because that's how Darth Vader ended up. Oh, and also, is that what um, you're yeah, and also Darth Vader's been on the light side more than the uh, than the dark. Side. More years than he was on the dark. Uh, -huh. uh yeah, 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 yeah. It's almost even. Yeah, maybe like one or two more years, not dark side. That's an interesting idea, Liam. Uh, there's a there's a little bit in the book um, where Snoke is talking to. Kylo Ren about how Vader had that one moment of weakness, or, or is it Kylo who says it? I can't remember. Maybe I'll look this up for the next episode. Uh, where Vader, he really respects Vader, even though he had that one moment of weakness at the end of his life, where he gave in to the light, right? But Vader let the dark take him over so fully, you know, and completely, that, you know, even... 
Even Obi-Wan and Yoda were convinced that there was no good left in him, right? It took his son to, to bring that good out, and even then that was only in the most extreme circumstances. His son is being killed, you know? Like, that's what it took for Darth Vader to finally come back to the light. And Kylo Ren does not like that part of Darth Vader, but there's so much of Darth Vader that he does want to be like that I think he's willing to ignore that part. But maybe, maybe, and I had this thought again when I watched this movie, you guys, for the fourth time, um, and spoiler alert for Harry Potter, if you guys, if, if you listeners have not read it, skip ahead like a minute or two, may, I just, I have this feeling that maybe Kylo Ren is like a Snape character, where he does this horrible thing, and like he's a double agent, right? Like he, I, I don't think this is the case. I don't think this is, I don't think, but I just had this thought. I don't think it's right, but I had this thought that like he's playing this really long game where at the end of his life, he's going to do the thing that he's been meaning to do this whole time, which is defeat Snoke, right? But he felt like he had to do all this other stuff so that he could be in this right place to defeat Snoke. I, even if that meant killing a bunch of people so that he could defeat Snoke. And if he really wants to be like Vader, right? then that would make sense. He would say, oh, well, here's what Vader did. He became evil. He was evil for a very long time. And then at the very end of his life, he did this valiant thing and became good and then died. So maybe at the very end of Kylo Ren's life, he's going to do this valiant thing. And, but he, but he's planning. Maybe he, Is this what he's planning? Like, Vader didn't plan that, of course, right? Although Vader was, you know, thinking about killing the Emperor for a long time. You How know, do you know? Well, I think the Darth Vader comics kind of establish that. That Vader really wants, you know, he wants to... I mean, he even, uh, he asks Luke, right? Basically, join me and together we can defeat the Emperor. You know? So, okay. um, it's, it seems like it's something that's on his mind. And he thinks, oh, everything's going to be okay if we do that, you know? Thank you for the question, Liam. That was a good one. Let's head on over to Canon News. The Canon News song, yeah! The Canon News song, yeah! We're going to take a break from our walk through The Force Awakens Visual Dictionary to read this snippet from Ray's Survival Guide. Ray is writing about the sacred villages on Jakku, and there seems to be several of these villages. Anna, would you like to read this in your best British accent? Not in a British accent, but sure, I'll read it. Okay. Different sacred villages believe different things. One village believes in the Force and the legends of the old Jedi sorcerers. If that sounds crazy, there's another that thinks huts are gods. Cantina talk is that their village is constructed around the cranial mantle of no old Nima the hut herself glided and gilded. gilded in precious metals and covered with jewels. Now that's a sight I'd like to see. I love that. Me There's too. a village that that thinks the huts are gods on Jakku. Uh, <laughs> and like and, and, and I love that Ray kind of puts them in the same category as the village who believes in the force. <laughs> like that's like she thinks those are kind of equal equally ridiculous or equally untrue sort of things, you know? Yep, but then if she finds out well, you know what's real All well, of it <laughs> All right, well, let's go have a joke. 
laugh it up, fuzzball. Why does Maz Kanata always have gum in her mouth? Why does Maz Kanata always have gum in her mouth? Why? I don't know. Because she likes things that are chewy. Oh my gosh, Daddy. <laughs> what? I didn't get that one at first. I didn't get it at first. Because was she that, was likes that a... things that are chewy. That's a kind of little laugh at least. That was a genuine little laugh, Liam. Thank you. Thank you for that. Alright, let's go review A Princess on Lothal. Okay, so this is like the first episode of the second half of the second season, and who do we meet? Leia! Leia comes to Lothal. What do you guys think of this episode? It wasn't the best episode ever, actually. No? You know, you didn't think so? What was your favorite? Yeah, I agree with you, Anna. It wasn't the best episode ever. It was kind of an interesting episode to introduce Leia on, but I kind of like how they did the whole... Like, she has to convince the Imperials that she's not with the Rebels thing. I like how they how they kept that up. Um, yeah, I, I, I was a little bit concerned about in introducing her this early and thinking, like, well, she can't say she's with the Rebellion. So I like how they did, they walked that tightrope, you know, like... It's tight, and it's yeah. a rope. <laughs> there you go. It squeezes in. It's a tightrope. <laughs> what were you going to say, Liam? say I like the part when um, she's like, we need to make this look good. And then then Ezra's like, oh, yeah, right. And then they're just fighting with each other with their hands. And then she was like, you have my permission. And then um, then Ezra just shoots her. Yeah. With a a stun blast. Right. Yeah. I really liked when Zeb hit Ezra and Kanan really hard. <laughs> and he was like, sorry about your head. Yeah. <laughs> I think he said, how's your face? Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> how's your face? Uh, that was funny. You um, didn't have to hit us that hard. I was. Were you guys surprised that they got all three of those ships? Yep. I kind of thought they might get one or maybe two. But uh, I'm kind of expecting like endings that aren't all happy now. With Rebels, like I'm expecting there to be these sad endings. So it's kind of nice when they just have a flat-out win. They just won that episode, you know? Yeah, It's nice to have a win. I don't like a flat-out win. Uh, well, I mean, the whole season the whole season isn't going to be a flat-out win, right? I'm pretty sure, right? Yeah. There's going to be plenty of sadness, I have a feeling, later on in this season. Yeah, especially because Darth Maul takes over <laughs> Ezra. Oh, you think that's going to happen? And Darth we'll Vader see. is probably going to kill Ahsoka. Oh my gosh. Oh, anyway. So it's kind of... I think it's fine to have an episode like this every once in a while where the good guys just win, right? And they don't only win with force. Like, Leia really wins with her intelligence. She's super smart, you know? The way they're figuring out, how can we make this look like yeah, but they you're stealing this from me? And They, yeah. they couldn't have won without Kanan. And his Jedi abilities. Well, they couldn't have won without Zeb and his Lasat abilities. 
I mean, mean everyone, it's a team. Those would shoot them down. Yeah, they're all part of a team, aren't they? Oh, yeah. They all play the part. Also, cutting off those Adat Walkers' legs. Yeah. Oh my gosh, that, that was, was awesome. That was pretty amazing. Uh, what did I, what my it, comment was, I wonder if, if, if only Luke would have known that he could have done that on Hoth. Uh, you know, maybe they could have saved more lives, I guess. I don't know. I, I, was, a little, I was very surprised that Kanan could cut through an entire Adat leg with his lightsaber. That's... Um, I'm questioning that. It's probably not that. canon. It is canon, though. So, what? <laughs> but it just, it's all canon. Rebels is canon. Well, let's uh, convene the question and answer council. The question and answer council. Where we ask questions and answer them. It's the question and answer council. It's the question and answer council. Nice. Thank you. (laughs) (laughs) Totally using that. That was awesome. All right. I have a question for you. It's the big one. I think... Enough time has passed that I can ask this question. Rank your Star Wars movies from your favorite to your least favorite, but still, obviously, it's a favorite because it's Star Wars. I mean, we love all the Star Wars movies, but if you had to rank them, what would the ranking be? You have seven movies. Anna, you want to start? Yes. (laughs) No, Leah. Leah. No! Liam's giving a Luke Skywalker. <laughs> okay, I'll go first. I'll never answer your questions. Alright, Anna. Okay. I think... I'm not sure yet, because mm. I don't know if I've watched the seventh movie enough. Okay. But I'm pretty sure this is the order. Okay. Seven and four tied. Six... Five, one, three, and then two. All right. How about you, Liam? Two. How about um, you, bud? I think seven and six are tied for me. For seven the, and... for, for the first. Okay. Then it's four. Then it's one. Mm-hmm. Then it's... um. Then it's probably two, and then it's um, five, and then it's three. Okay. Hmm, much different than mine. Wow, yeah. Yeah. All right, so I guess I'm going to answer now. Um, you now get it. You get your tr- question. I get my own question. Hard I know. Question. It's hard. Um, my, and, my, and I should say my answers are how much I personally enjoy watching the movie and how much I like it. Not necessarily what I think is the best movie or the best made movie. Uh, that's not what I'm saying. What I'm saying is these are my favorites. Okay. And I'm going to go with six. Yeah. Seven. Five. Four. Three. One, two. Hmm. Yeah. What surprises you about that, Anna? Five is your third? 
Because yeah. most adults really like it. Yeah. I'm a little surprised at myself for putting Empire Strikes Back above A New Hope. Because I don't know if I've ever done that. But watching them again this, this year, this this holiday break when we watched them all again, I just found myself enjoying it so much Ooh, more. I don't like it. I know you don't. I know. It's, a, it's hard to watch it at times. It's a pretty dark movie, but it's also really funny and just really well done. And well, I love I, lo- I also love Hope the also, sa- but... seventh because it's really funny. Yeah, the seventh is funny. The se- yeah. I, I would say the Force Awakens is probably the funniest Star Wars movie. Probably um, not because um, Ray loses her family. Oh, I thought that part was hilarious. Daddy! Oh my gosh! <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh. <laughs> so, Liam, do you have a question? Yeah, I okay. have. Hmm. What is your favorite... Wait, I have a question. Okay. What is your favorite human character? Well, hmm. No, I should pick Alien because you are all going to pick Ray. Because when I did, <laughs> you said, what's your favorite character, you all picked Ray. Yeah, so, that gave us the your- title of our last episode, which was Ray, Ray, Ray. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so you're asking... No, was it? No. That was the title of our last episode. Yep, that's what yes. I titled it, yep. So, Liam, you, but your question's going to be, what's your favorite alien character from The Force Awakens? Yeah. Okay. Anna, would you like to go first? Yeah. I think Maz Kanata is pretty awesome. Yeah, she is pretty awesome. Where's my boyfriend? Where's my boyfriend? And actually, Where's I'm going to go with the boyfriend, Chewbacca. Yeah. Loved him. Yeah, one, one of my friends from school yeah. said that she really liked Chewbacca. Yeah, yeah. Um, All right, Liam, Chewbacca. answer your own question. Chewbacca, Chewbacca yeah. and Maz Kanata. Yeah, Chewie and Maz sitting in a in a Worsher tree. In a what a what tree? <laughs> I think that's the name of the trees on Kashyyyk. A Worsher tree. Chewie and Maz sitting in a tree. Oh my god. K I S S I N G. Yep. Yep. Anna, do you have a question? You can always pass. Yeah, I'm just going to pass. That's okay. You can pass. You'll have a good one next week. Mm-hmm. Right? Right. Okay. I think. <laughs> I think. Or we will call you a traitor. <laughs> All right. I think we're going to call it good there. Thank you for listening to episode 25 of Children of the Force. If you would like to reach out to us online, you can contact us via Twitter at Force Children. On Facebook, we are... Children of the Force. Our email is forcechildren at gmail.com. Our website is... www.childrenofforce.com. Yeah, well, one more W in front of that, but you get the uh, idea. www.childrenofforce.com. True that. While you're on our website, click on the link on the left-hand side of the page that says, Send Children of the Force a voicemail. And that'll take you to a SpeakPipe page where you can leave us a voicemail from the comfort of your computer. As Chancellor Palpatine would say... Do it! And finally, leave us a review on iTunes or Stitcher or anywhere else you listen to us. Doing so will make it easier for more people to find us. If you don't leave a review, FN-2099 will call you a... Traitor! Or Kylo Ren. Kylo Ren will also call you a... Traitor! But first and foremost, 
seriously, thank you for listening. I mean it. We don't do this podcast to not be listened to. It's important for us to know that people out there are hearing us and appreciating the work that we put into these episodes. Uh, We love doing them, and we really hope you like listening to them. If you have any topics that you'd like us to cover, or any constructive criticism or praise, we'd love to hear it in any form you'd like to communicate it. Whether that be an iTunes review or just a quick note on Twitter, uh, we appreciate all of it. So, for Children of the Force, all of it. Yeah, it's true. All of it. All of it. <laughs> so, so for Children of the Force, I'm Al. I'm Anna. I'm Liam. And, and may the Force be with you. <laughs> Mace Windu is not Snoke. Oh, yeah. No, no, Daddy, you have to say hashtag Mace Windu is Snoke. Oh. Hashtag Mace Windu is Snoke. Oh, just to say again, um, Mace Windu actually is Snoke. Um, um, we're gonna go now. Yeah, hashtag, <laughs> hashtag Lux Lives. Oh. Oh, yeah. Yeah, don't forget about that one. Oh, yeah. Mm hmm. Lux Lives. Who's Lux again? What? We just watched the Ondor on Ark. Oh, yeah. <laughs> well, what do you mean, Lux lives? Lux lives. We're going to see him in Rebels. Oh. How do you know? Uh, yeah. I don't know. That'd be kind of cool, though, wouldn't it? No, it would show that old It probably would show it. Yeah. Well, I don't think it will. Well, I mean... Exactly. <laughs> my, my sentiments, exactly. <laughs>